Well, good morning. You know, be careful what you pray for. Pastor Ron, I'm so thankful for this opportunity, but I prayed for this opportunity, so um, God put me right where I asked, and so I'm very thankful for, for this opportunity this morning. And, um, and to, about three years ago when I walked in this church, I probably never would have imagined that I'd be standing right here today, so I'm excited. Um, the title of my message today is Just Love. Just Love, and we're gonna be reading in 1 John chapter four. And so it took me a long time to get to this message today. It's been a little bit of a journey. Um, you know, I always go to God in prayer and say, what do you want to say? Let it not be my words, but your words. And I just kept coming up with love. But if you look in the Bible, there are a lot of scriptures about love. And there's a lot of different ways that you can take this message and run with it. Um, but I just started with, uh, started thinking about what I thought love was when I was younger before I really added God to the equation. And so... The definition of what I thought love was, was a feeling. You know, I loved hanging out with my friends because it made me happy. I loved to dance, I've danced my whole life and I still dance to this day. And I love it because of the way it makes me feel. I loved eating chicken nuggets because somehow it ignited some kind of joy in my heart. But it, made, it was a feeling that I had. And you know, even when I felt loved by others, it was because of the way they made me feel and the way they met the expectations that I had on them to love me. You know, that's all about feeling. It's, um, and it made me feel a certain way. But as I describe that to you, it's all about me. It's all about me and the way I felt, and the way I wanted to be loved, the way I received love, and the way I loved things. And so I came up with this. Love can be centered around two things. Love can be centered around yourself, or love can be centered around God. But it cannot be centered around both. It is either all about you or it's all about God. You're either all in with God or you're just consumed by yourself. So we're gonna turn to 1 John uh, chapter four and we're gonna read verse seven first and see what God says about love in his word. It says, beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. So there were three parts of the scripture that I kind of pulled out, and um, the first one is love is from God. And uh, if you move down into verse 19 uh, of this passage, it says, we love because he first loved us. So our love is from God because he loved us first before we were ever formed. The second part says, whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. So you can't love without knowing who God is and knowing him and having that relationship with him. And if you come and accept Jesus Christ as your savior and you're born again and you know who he is because you know his love. So whoever loves knows God. And then the last part, God is love. It's his character, it's who he is. He's merciful, he's graceful, he's loving. Um, everything you look at in the Bible is he's love. He's our source of love. We love with the love that he's given us. You know, sometimes I don't understand why I love people. I'm like, I'll just tell a stranger, I love you. And I'm like, why did I just say that? But it's not my love to give, it's his. So it's his love inside of me. And I know how to love them because he loves me and I feel his unconditional love in my life. So the first thing is that God is love. Well, if he's love, let's look at an example of his love. If you move down to verse nine in that chapter four, it says, in this love, 
of, and this love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And so I really meditated on this scripture because I was like, God sent his son. We've heard this, you know, I've been in church my whole life, so I've heard this scripture my whole life. Or if you come into this church, you know that God sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. But sent, the word sent didn't really do it for me. I was like, he sent him, yes he did, and Jesus was willing. But God made a sacrifice. He said, I'm gonna take part of me, I'm gonna take my son and I'm gonna send him to do this for others. And he had to watch Jesus endure hardship. And he had to watch him uh, go through painful times. And so I was just thinking about, I was like, how do I feel when I watch my best friend or my mom or my dad go through some, something painful? You know, my mom's been having a lot of back problems and it's hard to see her go through that because she's not herself. And all I wanna do is I just wanna take it away. And, and I pray for her and that's, that's the best thing I can do, but I just wanna take her out of that situation, you know? I wanna fix the problem. And that's what God wants to do, but he had the power to do that with Christ, to say, you don't have to go to the cross. But that was a part of the plan. You know, he had the power to do it. He could have made all that suffering go away. He could have, in, in less than a second, I think about it, you know, God could have made it go away like that and say, you don't have to do it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. They don't have to, they don't need me. You know, they don't have to have a relationship with me. But that was the plan, that was a part of it and it had to play out that way. But Jesus was willing. He was willing to obey God in that as well. And this is one of my favorite verses. It says, it's in Luke chapter 22 verse, uh, 22 verse 42. It says, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. This is something I pray very often because you know, in everything we go through, God has a plan for us. He has a plan for you. And he doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't want to see you, he doesn't want to see you go through pain and heartache. But sometimes that's just a part of the plan. That's just a part of the process that we have to say yes to him and he'll work that out through us. You know, an example I think of like, I don't have kids yet, but if I did, I'll, I'm just imagining this. You know, um, you have a little kid and they're learning how to walk and they fall and scrape their knee. Well, you don't want them to do that. You don't want them to have that pain in their life. Well, you don't want them to have that pain. You wanna take it away. But do you wanna take their ability away to walk? No. So you have to guide them through that and just pick them up and love them through it. So God has a plan for your life. He doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't want you to go through the heartache that you're going through, whatever it is in your life. He doesn't want you to go through that, but that's a part of the process. That's a part of the growth. If you don't, he's not forcing that upon you, but if you don't go through that, you're not gonna grow through it. So grow with him in that situation. So we have that God is love. You know, he is love, he sent his son, he made that sacrifice. And, I, and a lot of times I, when I was studying this, I was like, you know, what did God think as, as you know, Jesus was walking the earth and people were probably calling him names, throwing things at him. And he's like, that's my son. I sent him to save you and this is how you treat him? Like, that just had to hurt his heart. I mean, think about your parents or if you are a parent and you have kids and, and something does, someone does something to your kid, like, you just wanna protect them, you just wanna fight for them. You're like, that's my, that's my son, that's my daughter, I don't want them to go through that. But it was all a part of the plan. So God is love and love takes action. So he's love and he put that into action by sending his son 
in Jesus dying on the cross for us. Love is not just a feeling. It's a choice and it takes action. If we look at uh, 1 John verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 10 and 11, it says, in this love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. He loved us so much, the least we can do is to love others, love one another. You know, I was thinking about, okay, how do, how do we love one another? You know, there's you know, so many different things, so many different scriptures that I could have fit in right here, but um, how are we supposed to love people? How do we love them? Well, Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39, it's, um, it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. So we love God who is love, we love him. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And I was like, okay, and I've done a lot of studies on this in the past, and you know, when you, when you love your neighbor, you're not just loving your best friend, you're loving you know, anyone that's standing two feet away from you, just near you, you're loving them. And that's how I feel sometimes, I'm like, I love you, and I don't even know you, like, who are you? But I wanna love you, and I want to get to know you. You know, that's, that's God's love, because that's not me. Three years ago, that wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like, hey, you wanna go out to eat, like, with a stranger? But now, that's, that's what God has done in my life. He has completely changed me with his love. And so we love our neighbors. And I was thinking about it, we love them as we love ourselves. Well, I've gone through something in life where I didn't always love myself. So I'm like, okay, how am I supposed to love someone else as myself if I don't even love myself? You know, um, in 1 John uh, chapter four, this is verse 15 and 16, it says, whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the, lo the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. The two parts that really spoke to me in this verse were, so we have come to know and to believe the love that, the love that God has for us. So we love God, we accept Christ as our savior, we love him but we also have to accept his love. It took me a long time to realize that, you know, God loves you. Like, instead of just saying God loves you, like he loves you and accept it. You are a child of God and you need to walk in that. And so you have to come to know who he is and you have to believe it. So we believe Jesus is our Lord and Savior, but we believe that he loves us too. So we love God and we come to love others as our neighbors. Um, love our neighbors as ourselves. So this is a love that is centered around God. I talked about we love ourselves and we love or we love God, but we can't love both. So this love is centered around God. You're you're sacrificing things for other people. You can you can either serve yourself or you can serve God. But God wants us to serve others. So that's in loving God and serving Him, we're serving other people. You know, God is love. God takes action and love obeys. Jesus Christ obeyed him in that love. He, um, he said yes to God. He said, if you can take this from me, do it, but if not, okay, I'll go, I'll do it. And that was love for us. And I'm just thinking about the world today. You know, the world needs a lot of love. That's the problem. The world needs Jesus and God is love. And 
something that's just been on my heart is what can I do to love other people? What, like, how do I love them? Like, you know, in what actions, in what ways? Um, and it just, it's in simple things. Uh, so I just wanna encourage people to take action in loving people. The people that are standing around you each day, um, think about it. They're going through something that you have no idea. And maybe it's not for you to know, but just a smile on your face or a text to a friend or whatever it is, just, just love them, you know? And um, my, the title of the message is Just Love. So the world, is, there's a lot of things going on. You know, this past week I haven't had electricity and I'm trying to make it and doing all these things. And ev that's everybody. Everybody's going through that right now. And I fin it finally hit me. Hmm, my cracked. <laughs> I haven't been, hmm, sorry guys. Uh, talk to God about this, but guess it didn't work out. I'm still gonna cry. <laughs> uh, through the pandemic, through everything that's gone on, I haven't been moved too much. I haven't been too discouraged. In isolation, yes, there's been things that have been on my mind and have hurt me, but this past week it finally hit me. Like, God, that's enough. There's enough going on in the world, you know? And it just, I felt it for other people because I think people are tired and they need, y'all, come on. <laughs> and I see the tears in Katie's eyes. <laughs> they need his love. They need it because they're tired. They're hurting as if people weren't hurting enough before all of this hit. They need Jesus and he lives inside of us. We are his walking love, but I don't know what to describe it, sticks or whatever. <laughs> we're, we're, I didn't really come up with the word beforehand, but uh, we're, we're, he's in us and we're walking on earth. We're his hands and his feet. We're his love out and in, 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 in play, you know, like basketball. We're playing, we're, we're loving people, you know? And people need it. So just the, the basis of what I'm trying to say is, you know, you're loving God and you're loving others. And that means that God is love and that's inside of you. And if it's not, you can accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today. And it will be inside of you. And so just, um, yeah, he's love, it takes, it takes action. You know, I talked about it being that feeling and it being happy. It's not easy to love, it's not. You know, sometimes we're like, oh, I'll love them like when I'm happy or when it's a good day or I'm overjoyed so I'll go buy somebody's coffee like, you know, showing kindness, that's being loving. No, God loves you when you're being difficult. So love other people when they're being difficult. Because a lot of times, you know, hurt people hurt people. So they, if someone hurts your feelings, a lot of times it's a deeper issue than what you're seeing. It has nothing to do with what you're doing. And if you know who you are in Christ and who God is in you, then that shouldn't bother you. It should just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna extend grace to them. Uh, one thing that God's been speaking to me is that like, you know, when you can't see the good in something, just have grace. Have grace over people's lives, over situations, because there's a lot going on right now. And people, you know, I'm, I'm not a super private person, but I don't tell a lot of people what I'm dealing with, because I'm like, I got this, me and God, we're good. Like, they don't, you know, they can pray for somebody else, they need it more. I'm just a very, like, I try to be strong, and God's breaking that down on me, because I need his strength, but, um, people are not gonna tell you what they're going through. So you have to wake up each, each day and choo choose love. Say, I'm just gonna love today and I'm gonna pick someone to love on, even if it's just one person, 
you know? Pick that person in your life today and say, I'm gonna love you. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been through. I know the world's been through a lot, so I'm just gonna love you. And that means being selfless, selfless, sorry. Think about yourself less. You know, I used to think about myself a lot, even with loving Hunter, you know, it's like, you're not loving me because you're not doing X, Y, and Z. You're not doing what I want. Hunter has loved me for four years and he has been consistent and constant in my life. Similarly to God, like he has just been there. He has never stopped loving me, but it was the expectation that I put on it. I put a, you know, overlay of myself on his love. And I said, you don't love me because you're not, you're not thinking about me. You're not doing everything for me. You're not, you know, meeting my expectations. But when, boy, when I took that off, I just get to love. I get to love everybody when it's not about me. And so today, I just wanna encourage you, how can you sacrifice one little thing to love somebody else in your life? You know, um, when you walk out this door, if you go to lunch, where are you going? If, whatever you're doing, can you text somebody? Can you go meet up with somebody? Can you sacrifice a little bit of your time to say hey to somebody? You know, one thing that used to bother me, still kind of does, in my neighborhood, there, it's the same people that have lived there. I've lived there for 20 years, something like that. And it's that we all know each other, but we don't know each other because nobody reaches out to each other, only a few people. And when people are driving by, they're not waving at you. And that always used to bother me. I'm like, why can't we wave at each other? Like, why can't we just be nice, you know? And so people are just in their own world sometimes, and so... If you reach out, a lot of times they wanna talk. They just don't wanna talk first. Um, so today, whatever you're doing, reach out to somebody, sacrifice a little bit of time. Sacrifice a little bit of your vulnerability in asking someone something or doing something for someone to love them. Um, so I'll wrap up a little bit. Uh, God is love, God takes action, and love obeys. And go out and just love God and just love others today.